biblical period. And during these 400 years from Malachi to Matthew, God was silent. There were no new revelations. The prophets were no longer standing and proclaiming the, the gospel. It seemed like that everything came to an end. It was a dark period of time during those 400 years for the nation of Israel. And it seemed like that mankind was just doing what mankind wanted to do. This time was full of dishonesty, deceit, and lying. And this is true of every level of society. This is true of their priests, their politicians, just the people in general. I, I mean, when, when you go for 400 years without God speaking, you go for 400 years without somebody thundering the truth of God, it becomes a really dark time in history, and such it was. There was a great need for someone, someone to stand up and declare the truth unashamedly and emphatically. Someone needed to once again speak the very truth of God's word that could lead to conviction and righteousness. That's the only way conviction comes is through the word of God. It's the only way that righteousness comes is, is through the word of God. But for 400 years, there was silence. No one was standing and doing so. Well, I'm glad to report to you that someone did. After these 400 long years, someone once again began to speak the truth of God. Someone again began to confront society. Someone again began to preach conviction and righteousness. The first one was John the Baptist. But following close on the heels of John the Baptist was who? Jesus Christ himself. God sent his only begotten son into our world so that he could begin to speak the truth and begin to tell the people again about God. And we find in this verse of scripture where Jesus is speaking of himself and where Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. That word truth is what I want to zero in upon this morning. That Jesus was saying to the disciples, to the people at large, I'm truth. What's truth? I'm truth. You looking for truth? Look to me. I am truth. He didn't say, I tell the truth. He didn't say, I am truthful. He said, I am the truth. And that's important for us to recognize today. In the year of 2023, you know what Jesus is still saying? He's still saying, I am the truth. Just like he said then, I am the truth, he says today, and if by chance the world stands to the year 4023, which I have my doubts about, but if by chance it makes it to 4023, you know what Jesus is still going to be saying? 
distance does not change truth. Length of time does not change truth. Truth is always the same. Truth is simply truth. Do y'all understand that? It, if it has been true in the past, and I mean literally true, it's still true today. And if it's true today, it's going to be true tomorrow. We cannot change truth. We can lie about it, and we can try to cover it up, but truth will always be true, and truth will set you free. Some of you are old enough to remember Sanford and Son. Who, who watched Sanford and Son back in the day? Yeah, you remember Aunt, Aunt Esther? What was Aunt Esther's favorite saying? The truth shall set you free. Of course, she was always talking to Sanford, wasn't she? The truth shall set you free. But do you know how true that statement was? It's only truth that can set us free, only truth that can make us free, only truth that keeps us free, only truth that helps us to be who we need to be. And Jesus says, I am the truth. Now there are two results that, that I want to share concerning him being the truth. That there are many results that, that you can live, but there's just two that I want to to share this morning. The first result of him being truth is this. Truth is the divine standard for living. How should we live? In the year 2023, what am I to believe and how am I to live? Is it different than it was in 1955 when I was born? Is it different than it was at the founding of our nation? It, it is the divine standard for living different than it was during the beginning of the New Testament? It, is it different than the Old Testament? Now, the divine standard for living has never changed. It is always the same. It, it, it is not the latest trends. I don't know about y'all, but I'm old enough that I've seen a lot of trends come through. A lot of fads. Have y'all seen a lot of fads and a lot of trends? I mean, we, we talk about clothing quickly. I, I remember my big old Navy bell-bottom pants I used to wear, and I was never in the Navy. But they looked cool. And so in high school, I had those big old bell-bottom pants that, that I wore. Now, don't you think I look sharp in those things? And then there was this period of time where T-shirts, you get all kind of T-shirts, and I remember there was one that it, it was printed up to look like a tuxedo. Well, guess who wore one? Probably with my bell-bottom navy pants. I, I, I mean, I, I've seen so many fads come and go. What, how many diet fads have there been in your lifetime? H have, you, have you heard of more than one way to lose weight? And most of those ways they tell you about losing weight is going to cost you money, right? It, it, it's not free. I'm, I mean, you're going to have to pay to do so. 
We, we have seen fads come. We've seen fads go. We've seen trends come. We've seen trends go. I, I mean, it, it's amazing at what all we have seen happen in our lifetime. And there are people who think that they change the way they live based upon the latest trends. What is everyone else doing? Well, I, I was told many years ago that they say, well, everybody else jumps off a cliff, or you too? Anybody ever get asked that question other than, than me? If everybody else does it, are you going to do it too? Well, for a lot of people, the answer is what? Yep. If my friends are going to do it, I'm going to do it. Can I be honest to say that some of the things my friends did, I did, that I probably shouldn't have done? I bet y'all did too. I bet y'all did some things from peer pressure. We didn't know that term, though, did we? Jeremy, did you know peer pressure when you were a teenager? I, I, I didn't. Adam, have you ever heard? Well, you're so young, you probably had heard about peer pressure. But, but you know, I had not heard about peer pressure. I just knew that if everybody else was doing it, maybe I should do it too. And, and people try to live their life by those latest trends and fads. But the divine standard for living is not the latest trends, and it's not the latest political statements. Oh, my word. I, I'll try not to spend much time talking about politics because I get mad if I start talking about politics. Do, do y'all get mad if you start talking about politics? It's almost like talking about Carolina and Clemson playing or, or for Rob, Georgia and uh, Alabama playing. He said, please. I, I mean, you know, there's some things we can talk about, some things we better not talk about. Politics just gets me to, to going. Because what I see today is so different from what I saw 40 years ago. I probably have told y'all that my dad was in politics for a while. He was a county commissioner. He, he was a Democrat, long Democrat. They died Democrats. If they have Democrats in heaven, I'm sure they're still Democrats. I mean, that's just. And what we saw in the political arena back then was so different than what we see today. Both parties, Democrats and Republicans back then, basically agreed on everything except for economy. Their, their big issue was on the economy, how, how to grow the economy, how, how to prosper. We, we have seen politics and the political system so change over the years that I, I don't even recognize it. And do you know there are people who gear their lifestyle based upon what they hear coming from the government? The new laws that they may pass? The new initiatives they may come up with? And I'm not saying they're all bad. But what I'm saying is, whatever laws they pass, whatever initiative they may have, it is not the divine standard for living. They do not have the final say-so as to the divine standard for living. Jesus said, I am the truth. Follow me. Listen to me. The divine standard for living is not the latest trends. It's not the latest political statements. It's not the latest standard for announcements. Sometimes 
Families can come up with some weird ideas about things. Do y'all know that? Have your family ever had a weird idea about something that you thought everybody else should believe the same way? And I hear this in the political arena especially. Uh, of uh, God just took them on to heaven because he needed somebody else in the choir. We ain't going to sing in the choir. God needed another angel. We're never going to be an angel. I'm as close to being an angel as I'm ever going to be. How close am I, Rhonda? Not very close, she said. I, I, I am never, ever going to be an angel. But family, families can, and the old saying is, just because grandma said it, don't make it true. Because there's so many things spiritually, so many things in, in scripture that got twisted and, and turned through the generations. And, and I'm not condemning them for it. I mean, we don't know why. We don't understand all that went into the way they began to think. But, but at, the, at the very end of it, just because a family says something does not necessarily make it right. We have to judge everything that is said by the divine standard of the truth, which is Jesus Christ. That is the standard by which we go. Not by fads and trends, not by political statements, not by family pronouncements. So it really gets down to what the, the thing that went around what, 20, 25 years ago, maybe 30, WWJD. How many of you know WWJD? How many of you wore a, a bracelet WWJD? How many had a necklace with WWJD? How many had a, a, a Bible mark, bookmark with WWJD? I mean, you could buy anything with WWJD on it. I, I imagine they were, I know there were shirts that had WWJD written on it. What would Jesus do? Well, it was a great marketing strategy. There ain't no doubt about that. But at the same time, the truth that's in that simple question, those four words, what would Jesus do? That is our divine standard for living. In this situation with the family, what would Jesus do? In this situation at work, what would Jesus do? In this situation of government, what, what would Jesus do? In everything that we do, we should ask that question, what would Jesus do in this situation? Now, I'm not expecting Jesus to audibly speak to me. He, he's not going to call my, I'm, I'm sure he knows my cell phone number. But I'm not expecting my cell phone to ring and him say, hey, Ken, this is Jesus. You know, I'm, I'm not expecting that. But I am expecting Jesus to say, through the Holy Spirit, do this or don't do this. I'm expecting him to say, through Scripture, do this, don't do that. I'm expecting to hear him speak through friends and relatives who are believers, who can give godly advice, do this, don't do that. 
We literally should ask this question every day, what would Jesus do? Because he is our divine standard for living. So it is two results of Jesus declaring that he is the truth. The first, he becomes the divine standard for living. Secondly, truth is the divine standard for judgment. We don't like judgment. I, I don't. Do y'all want me to come around and start judging each one of you individually? If I sit down up here, well, I don't have a chair. If I had a big old chair up here and I could sit down on it and say, y'all come and I'm going to judge you one by one. How many of you would line up to come up here? <laughs> Brian said he would. <laughs> He'd be the only one in line. And I'd say, it ain't no hope for you, just go home. <laughs> but we don't like to be judged. I, I don't like to be judged by others. Even though we judge each other, we don't like it. But the scripture says this. It is appointed unto men once to die. And then what? The judgment. I conducted a funeral on Friday afternoon over in Chesney. And this was part of what I shared that day. Is that it is appointed for every one of us to die. The ladies who I did. for toddlers. One, he, he drowned in a mop bucket that I did the funeral for. I, I've done funerals for teenagers. I've, I've done funerals for those in their 20s. I've, I've done funerals for every age group from before birth all the way up to almost 100 years of age. It is appointed to every one of us that at some point, sometime, we are going to die. Now, I believe in doing everything you can not to die. Y'all agree with me? Do, do you think I like going and getting blood taken out of me every six months for blood work to be done? Not at all, but I want to know. Does that disease progress and what do I do next? I don't like going for a physical every year, but you know what? I'll still go 
because I, I want to stay healthy and, and live as long as I can. I started to say I even eat right, but do, do you know I, I've about finished all those goodies y'all gave me the other Sunday? We're finishing off the hot chocolate packets now. Well, a friend of ours stopped by the house yesterday with a big thing of goodies that she had baked, and by the time we went to bed last night, there might have been three or four left. I attempt to eat healthy. I'm not going to say I do eat healthy. But, but you, you understand what I'm saying. We, we try to do what we can to stay healthy. I don't know anybody who wakes up in the morning and says, I, I just want to die today. If they do, they need help. Because God has placed in us that innate desire to live, to do what we have to do. But no matter what I do, no matter how many doctors I go to, no matter how many pills I take, no, no matter how much exercise I may perform, no matter how good I may eat, the day will come when I will die. That's not very encouraging, I know. But it's true. Well, the truth is the divine standard for judgment is then Christ we all will die. And this verse of scripture says that we all will be judged. Every last one of us. No one exempt. When we die, we will be judged. As I shared with them at the funeral on Friday, that this judgment is always true and right. Because of who's doing it. It's not some fickle man who's doing the judging. It, it, it's not someone who has something to get even with you about doing the judging. It's not someone who would give you a pass just because they like you who's doing the judging. No, it is God Almighty who's doing the judging. And, and we want to add so many things to who we are and, and what gets us into heaven when God judges us we are judged based upon one criteria you know what that one criteria is do we have a relationship with his son Jesus Christ now going to church is important but that doesn't get you into heaven tithing is important but that will never get you into heaven. Witnessing is great, but it will never get you into heaven. Being a preacher or a musician, it is great, but it will never get you into heaven. When we stand before God and he judges us, it will be a divine judgment based on truth. And truth is, do you know Christ as your Lord and Savior? That's it. If we don't know Christ as Lord and Savior, the Bible says that we are cast into outer darkness where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. We call it hell. But if he judges and finds there is a relationship with his son, Jesus Christ, he will say, enter in. 
my servant, well done. Can we enter into heaven? God is not going to judge us if we are Southern Baptist or not. He's not going to judge us if we wear a suit and tie or not. He's not going to judge us on what translation we use. He's not going to judge us on any of that. He's going to judge us on that relationship with his son, Jesus Christ, who came into the world and said, in the darkest period of, of history, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. That's the reason he came. So that we can know the truth. And again, the truth will what? Set you free. And you will be free indeed. We will not be judged by some fickle man, but we will be judged by the divine standard of truth. And it will change. In our system of law, sometimes whether a person is innocent or guilty is based upon how much money they have to buy which attorney. Sometimes in in our court system, justice is perverted because of some fickle judge or lawyer or or the system at large and some of the the problems that it has. And, And one person, two people can do the same thing. Two people can be tried for the same thing. And one may be found innocent and one may be found guilty, even they both are guilty of the same thing. The standard all of a sudden becomes different from one to the other for whatever reason. But with God, the divine standard never changes. It is the same always, every time. So between Malachi and Matthew, <coughs> during the interbiblical period, it was a dark world. There were no prophets. Speaking. God was not speaking. <clears throat> Society in general was, was a mess. It sounds almost like 2023, doesn't it? It was a dark time until Jesus came on the scene and said in John 14 and 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Well, as you can tell, we have officially entered into the Christmas season, right? How do you know we've entered into the Christmas season? Well, TV tells you one thing, right? All the commercials tell you that we are in Christmas season. But we know we're in Christmas season because trees are going up, lights are being turned on, gifts are being bought. Just ask me what I would like and I'll tell you. Well... That, that's too obvious, isn't it? I'll just hint. Gifts are being bought. I, I mean, meals are being planned. Y'all, some of y'all probably already thought about what you're going to cook for Christmas dinner when all the family gets together. Trips are being planned. Where, where are we going? Are, are we going to our sons? Are we going to our daughters? Are we going to our parents? Are we going to our grandparents? Some go to the Bahamas. They don't live on our block. <laughs> Uh, they may live on your block but but our block will be staying home right Rob we're not not going to to, to those exotic places for Christmas but all of this is just percolating around and taking place and 
and, and you know, and I like all of them. I, well, I'm not sure I like sitting on Christmas trees. I like Christmas trees. Do y'all like Christmas trees? How many of you like to put up the Christmas tree? <laughs> There's only two or three who like to put up the Christmas tree. Most of us would rather that someone else put up the Christmas tree for us to enjoy. Yeah. So this year we cheated. We bought a, a four-foot-tall tree that we set on the table. Already had lights on it. And four foot of that is a foot tall bucket, so the tree's only about two, two and a half feet. Took Rhonda about five minutes to decorate. But 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 I like trees. Do do I like food? Pretty dumb question to ask, isn't it? I've been around long enough, y'all know I don't, I like food. And thank y'all for all of that chocolate that you gave me several weeks. What are you gonna do with it? More like chocolate. And all those Mountain Dews, man. I had chocolate Mountain Dews, chocolate Mountain Dews, and chocolate Mountain Dews. Uh, don't know what we're going to cook for Christmas, but we're going to cook for Christmas. We're, we're going to eat for Christmas. Traveling, our plans have really got turned upside down, so we won't be traveling. Others are traveling coming to us instead of us going there. But all this is just to say that we are in the Christmas season, and it's full of stuff, lights and food and travel and gifts, and there's nothing wrong with eating all of that. We just have to keep the proper perspective and remember we have Christmas because of the truth. Jesus Christ came into this world saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Without him being truth, we couldn't have Christmas. But we know that what he taught is still the very same today as it was then. We know the Bible today is still the same as it was in the past and will be for all eternity. The truth will set you free. The question is, have you been set free by the truth? And if you haven't, what a better day than today. What a better way to start Christmas than being set free by the truth. I'm going to ask you to be